Hello, hello, hello. Trends in the news. We're going live tonight, November 5th, 2020. And uh, wow, what a world. Here we are, Thursday. I want to start with the equity market. Stocks jumped on Thursday on hopes the winner of the U.S. presidential and congressional elections would soon be determined, with shares of major related companies leading the gains. What does that have to do with anything? The whole thing is rigged. Market's going up really sharply. Went up 542 points. The S&P climbed 1.95%. And Thursday also marked the first time the 1980 since 1982, the Dow and S&P 500 rose at least 1% in four straight sessions. As we had written, the elections would not affect the stock markets. And after the elections, the stock markets usually go up. So this is really nothing new. What's new about it are the reasons why they're going up while the world economy is going down. Facebook and Amazon both gained more than 2% on and on. <laughs> so the other ones to really look at Oil declined, snapping three-day winning streak. Brent fell 38 cents, $40.85 a barrel. We've been right on this number. This is telling you what's really going on. Oil demand is very low. And then, of course, all the companies that are going bankrupt, we won't talk about that in the oil field. Oh, and all those other uh, states and cities and nations that depend on high oil prices we won't talk about those either. So the European Union's Executive Commission lowered its economic forecast Thursday, adding that the economy wouldn't rebound to pre-virus levels until 2023. That has nothing to do with oil. The, oh, the Executive Committee. Hey, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Executive Committee spoke. These little crapsters. They've destroyed the global economy. This is not coming back. By 2023, the world will look like hell if it keeps going in the direction it is. There's, that's a very negative demand indicator, said the director of Energy Futures. Yeah. Lowered its economic forecast that the economy wouldn't come back. The Bank of England increased its bond-buying stimulus as it prepared for economic damage from the new coronavirus lockdowns. The bank said Britain's economy was set to shrink 11% in 2020. Gold Going up over $50 an ounce today. Bounced to a one and a half month peak on Thursday. You ready for this? As growing prospects of a Joe Biden victory in a close U.S. election boosted hopes for largest stimulus and dented the dollar. No kidding. 
we only wrote about this, what, uh, about three weeks ago? And every week since in the Trends Journal, we said, hey, Biden's going to be great for gold. And I've said this on a number of interviews around the world over the last three weeks. But now it's news. And of course, that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal, because playing a game, that's all it is. The Democrats are going to dump more money in. And so is the rest of the world to artificially prop this up. Stocks rally, bets on sweep are unwound. Heading into the election day, traders had expected Democrats to win control of the White House and Senate, fueling wages on larger coronavirus stimulus plans that some anticipated would lift bond yields and support cyclical stocks tied to the economy, smaller companies, blah, 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 blah. But of course, that hasn't happened. They're not winning the Senate, and their wins in the House are a lot less than anticipated, and we'll get to that later. just want to give you an overview of what's going on. Uber reports 18% revenue decline. Pet value to close all its U.S. stores, now only 360. And then you look at where they are, the landlords that are going to lose their rent, all the people that were working there that don't have the jobs, all the suppliers that were supplying them with the products that aren't going to be supplying them, and on 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 and on. BP aims to sell headquarters to raise funds in London, selling its London headquarters. New York sports club owner gets green light for bankruptcy sale. The operators of New York sports club and Lucille Roberts' gym won bankruptcy court approval to sell itself to a group of lenders and private equity groups. Isn't that nice, huh? The private equity groups get bigger, the bigs are getting bigger, and all of the little people, us little people of Slavelandia, are getting smaller. You can see where this is going. And of course, today I want to focus mostly on the presidential reality show. This was from last week, from the Financial Times. Trump's re-election prospects dim as voters lose trust in his economic flair. This is last week. Donald Trump's handling of the U.S. economy has turned into a potential vote loser just two weeks before the election. Excuse me. I'm... I was one week off. This is two weeks before the election. With a Financial Times poll finding more Americans believe the president's policies are hurting rather than helping the recovery. It goes on to say, the final monthly survey of likely voters before November 3rd for the FT and Peter G. Peterson Foundation found that 46% of Americans believe Mr. Trump's policies have hurt the economy compared with 44% who said his policies had helped. You ready? The results add to a dire re-election picture for Mr. Trump, who trails Democratic challenger Joe Biden 
by 9.1 points nationally, according to FT analysis. How about FUC, you know what, analysis of recent polls from Real Clear Politics? Oh, Real Clear, man. Real Clear Politics. Political bullshit. Political bullshit. And no one calls out the bullshitters. No, you got to support the bullshitters. 2020 U.S. presidential election pollster ratings. This is from American Research Group. The Rasmussen reports had Biden 48, Trump 47. They were pretty close. Ah, but the Hill-Harris X poll, they had him at 49, 45, Biden and beating Trump by four. And I-B-T-T-I-P-P had it 50% Biden, 46% Trump. Reuters, 52% Biden, 45% Trump. Fox News, oh yeah, they love Trump. 52% Biden, 44% Trump. USA Today, 52% Biden, 44% Trump. The Economist and YouGov. Yeah, read The Economist. They're way ahead of everybody, except us. They don't come close. No one comes close to our magazine. You look at the last issue, was it 96 pages, no commercials, and it shows you that we're political atheists. The Donald versus the Goofy. American exceptionalism. We call it like it is. We're not little sellouts like the rest of these low-life prostitute clowns that didn't come close to calling it. Economist YouGov, 53% Biden, 43% Trump. NBC, 52% Biden, 42% Trump. Quinnipiac. 50% Biden, 39% Trump. One after another. They're not even close. I want to find something here to read you. What did I do with it? Where did I put it? Bippity boppity boop. Where are you here? Ah. Ah, here we go. This was in the Trends Journal that went out. On election day, long before the polls closed, we forecast an election that is too close to call. We forecast it will be one of the most litigious fights for the presidency in modern history. And on 20th November, in our Trends Journal, in this COVID year of unprecedented wildcards, it is an anything-goes-down-to-the-wire election. We got it right, and none of the prostitute media will give us credit for it. We've contacted all of them, not one, and we're the only magazine to have called Biden, excuse me, Trump a winner in 2016, in May of 2016, again in August of 2016, against Real politics against Reuters, against NBC, against all of them. This is what we said back then. 
On August 4th, 2016, Trends Journal, while Clinton and Trump swap leads in a season of volatile polls, we maintain our forecast. Trump, a proven reality show champion, will win the White House. And then on May 16th, before that, despite the general media political consensus that he has no chance of winning, we contend Trump is an odds-on favorite at this time. And I'm not a Trump fan. I didn't vote in this election. I don't vote for Lester of two evils. Got it. Last person I voted for was Ron Paul. And when I say evils, I mean evils. I don't like what Trump is doing to Venezuela, what he's doing to Iran, what he gave all the tax breaks to the rich guys, according to Tax Policy Center, 82% of it went to them. I don't agree with I don't agree with his environmental policies. I agree with his trade policies with China, but they haven't been tough enough. I agree with not bringing in any more immigrants until we could settle what we have here. We got huge unemployment. I call it like it is. As for Biden, there's nothing about him that I like. He's a murderous thief. There's not a war that that guy didn't vote for that he didn't love. So when I say things that I say, I'm not taking sides because I dislike a like a person. I call it by the facts. And we called it right while everybody else called it wrong. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Look where gold is going. Look where silver is going. Look where oil is going. We said this would happen. We've been 100% on target. Democrats, this is from the Financial Times on the 3rd of November. Democrats defiant over Trump threats to challenge postal votes. Swing states lash out. What do you mean lash out? Well, we'll read it. Democratic officials, officials, Democratic pieces of crap, Republican officials, Democrat officials, official pieces of crap in key swing states lashed out at Donald Trump after he pledged to mount a legal challenge before the votes are counted as the U.S. prepared for chaotic election. Chaotic election, all right? You ready? Democrats fear that Mr. Trump is trying to boost his re-election chances by making baseless claims. These are not baseless claims. They are very basic claims. You saw those charts where all of a sudden 100,000 votes in, in Michigan, a hundred and something thousand votes in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, a couple hundred thousand, hundred thousand plus votes straight up for Biden. As the charts going like this, and all of a sudden it goes up. And out of a hundred, 120,000 votes, not one, not one, not one, not one for Trump. Of course, the game is rigged. They're a criminal operation on both sides. Oh, you forgot when they couldn't count hanging chads back in 2000 with the Gore-Bush election? Yeah, they couldn't count the chads hanging chads. Mail ballot battle raises fears over constitutional scrimmage. I'm mentioning this because this is going to the Supreme Court. Nobody knows who's going to win yet. And the other point I wanted to make about the polls when they came out so anti-Trump week after month after month, week after week, 
that suppresses the vote of the people that would have voted for him because, yeah, what am I going to go out and vote for? This guy doesn't have a shot. Prospects dim for Democrats to take Senate. I'm mentioning that because if this was going to be the big landslide that the lousy, slimy prostitutes and loser pollsters, polling is an antiquated system. You got it? Back in the late 90s when they made these calls to people, 36% on average would respond to the pollsters. Now in the new tech age, who's calling? I don't want to answer this crap. 6%. And these arrogant little boys and girls who throw their polling crap out of their mouth and up their you-know-what to everybody else, they buy it. This is suppression of the votes. They should be blackballed. They should not be allowed on Twitter. They should not be allowed on Facebook. They should not be allowed on YouTube. They're totally false, fake frauds with an antiquated system from another century. So shove your polling. Again, the prostitutes sold the war against Biden and Trump, and they favored Biden big time. November 1st, excuse me, November 3rd, Financial Times. Headline, well behind in the national polls, Donald Trump is making final push, blah, 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 blah. Well behind in the national polls that aren't worth a crap. They're not worth a crap. Pollsters grapple with another presidential miss. Yeah, miss who? Real politics or 538.com, which on election day stood at 7.2 points and 8.4 points, respectively. And the Wall Street Journal NBC polled 10 points for Biden. I love this. These arrogant guys, especially the ones, those little boys on that 538. What? 530? Go screw yourself. And they give these guys time and they refuse to give us what we deserve for calling this exactly the way it happened. Exactly. You show me one magazine that came close to it on any of what we had forecast. Nobody. 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 Pennsylvania judge permits campaign observers up close view of bailout count after Trump complaint. A Pennsylvania judge has granted, this just came out, Trump campaign's request to observe up-close Philadelphia poll workers as they process the remaining mail-in ballots. They reversed the lower court decision, Judge Fisano Cannon, and concluded that all candidate watchers or candidate representatives be permitted to be president for the canvassing votes process and will be permitted to observe all aspects of canvassing process within six feet while adhering to COVID-19 protocols. Biden campaign officials said they were puzzled by the lawsuit. In other words, the observers could not see the mail-in ballots because they were six feet away. The judge said, no, you can stand closer. And they're puzzled by allowing people to view this. The Soviet states of America, 
And not only here, Merkel appeals to national effort on COVID. She goes on to say, the chancellor conceded the new shutdown has been met with widespread doubts, skepticism, and hostility. How dare anyone doubt? How dare anyone be skeptic? How Merkel? How Merkel? How dare anyone doubt me? How dare anyone be skeptical of me? Like every one of those other slimy Hitlers around the world. Little boy Conti with a U in his name. Sanchez, another little nobody in Spain. Little dictator Danny Andrews over there in New Zealand. And the people bow to them. Not that much anymore. Little Gatson Macron starting to take it. Here we go. Europe shopkeepers on warpath over lockdown. The people are starting to fight. The people are starting to fight. The people are starting to fight. Fight for freedom. I put my money where my heart and my mouth is. I launched Occupy Peace and I had to restore freedom rally. I'm fighting for freedom and so are the people of Poland. Again, approve or disapprove of abortion, not the issue. Poland delays putting into effect widespread ban on abortion. Poland's government has delayed implementation of a court ruling that would impose a near total ban on abortions after two weeks of the largest protests the country has experienced since the eight, 1989 collapse of communism. People ask me, what could you do? Number one, find truth in yourself. If you believe to a political party and your mind is that narrow, get on the next train to Auschwitz. If you have an open mind, read the facts, understand the truth, tune out the mainstream media, subscribe to the Trends Journal and other organizations that put their heart and soul into the truth. And that's what we do. And thirdly, this is the great lesson. Again, if you got raped, you could not get an abortion in Poland under this law. What does it mean? They took to the streets two weeks, not since the eight, 1989 fall of communism. Do you know how the Berlin Wall fell? No, they didn't blow it up. The people from the East, Berlin Wall, Millions of them, day after day, night after night, day after day, night after night, more and more and more and more and more to we the people demand our freedom and you outnumber the little slimy politicians and those low lives that will kill you when there are only a few of you, but will turn around and run when there's a lot of you back down. And I'm not saying all military have the police like that. Police in Kingston, mwah, number one, women and men. But when you go to Australia, you go to other countries, England, what they did to that woman that wanted to get her mother out of 97 
year old mother out of a nursing home so she could be with her and they wouldn't allow her and they arrested her. And you see what those little clowns in New Zealand are doing to be uh, and in uh, Australia. Oh, and in New Zealand, they did it there too. I'm not talking about those little boys and girls. The way you fight this is you fight for your freedom. So those are some of today's trends in the news. What happened today with gold tells the story. Where's this going? The Supreme Court. Who wins? Nobody knows. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of tonight's Trends in the News, live from Kingston, New York. A salute. The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.